Hi, it's Laura Giles, your host for Modern Animism Radio. Thanks for being here. If you pay attention to astrology, you know we have this Pluto-Saturn energy in play right now that has historically heralded society-level transformations. I'm seeing a lot of shakeups in my clientele, so maybe you're experiencing this too. To give that some perspective, Sherry and I are going to be talking about destructive energies, so things like the Indian goddess Kali, the ancient Egyptian goddess Sekhmet, Scorpio, and the crone or the destroyer archetype. But first, let's give gratitude to the elements and ancestors, without whom we would not be here. I acknowledge and thank the earth that represents our material world, our bodies, our stability, our survival, and I thank you for supporting us and helping us to see the beauty through our senses. I acknowledge and thank the air for giving us oxygen to breathe, ideas, and the means to communicate them so we can connect. I thank you for your help to be impartial, non-judgmental, and mindful. I acknowledge and thank fire for the power, life, warmth, and reminding us of the need to be responsible. I thank you for the desire to create, connect, live, and participate in the beauty that is life. I acknowledge and thank water for life, purification, and the reminder to be flexible, flow, and feel. I acknowledge and thank the ancestors from all the realms for all that you do that's seen and unseen. You're a reminder to do good deeds and share the love. I also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. It's not been a meteoric rise to the top, but we gain new listeners all the time. We're still a new program, and we switch things up, try to things out, and we have hits and misses, so I appreciate all of those of you who have been here since the launch, as well as those who are um, new to the show or just pop in now and then. So sending lots of gratitude to those who subscribe and share the show. Couldn't be more thrilled about that. Uh, we get more listeners all the time. And that um, sharing is how we get the word out. And I guess our search engine rates help us. Um, so as you share, it helps. And you can help by donating. There's a button on our website at www.pansociety.net, or you can do that from the Podbean app. So, like I said, I'm joined today with Sherry. Hey, Sherry, how are you? Hi, I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. How are you? It's been a while. I miss you, girl. <laughs> I miss you, too. It has been a while. Like I was just thinking, I was like, wow, when's the last time I saw yeah. you? <laughs> or even talked. the holidays, yeah. <laughs> So I hope yeah. you're not getting the Saturn Pluto thing. Um, you know, it's funny. I think I, I definitely am. There's been like huge shakeups in my home, like with family life, and things that I thought were kind of buried started coming up, uh-huh. and um, lots of things that uh, actually it's kind of funny. Um, when I saw you at the retreat back in October, mm-hmm. uh. Some of the stuff that we were the when we did the moon circle that um, I think that was kind of the start for what's happening now because there's a lot of like it was a snowball effect and uh, so definitely feeling a lot of huge shifts and changes and um, it's it's an energy that I'm not familiar with and it definitely takes me out of my comfort zone but uh-huh. I'm learning to enjoy it like yeah. rolling with it and seeing what it's teaching me. Well, so for those who don't you? know what that is, I'm feeling it too, and I think it started at the same time, you know, that October, and it, it's been like, whoop! <laughs> Every, I mean, not not anything that I can't handle, but just way more than I want or need. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I'm seeing it at work too, so it's hitting a lot of people. 
But for people who don't know what I'm talking about, so Saturn is the planet of, um, if you think about the Roman god, he's cold, he's strict, it's a father figure, and this is the guy that's just kind of won't be pleased. And then you put, so whenever Saturn shows up, the party's kind of over. You know, you're in for kind of, maybe not a rough time, but not a pleasant, warm and fuzzy time. Not a warm and fuzzy time. And Pluto is the planet of death and rebirth. So that can be really scary for people. But I'm a Pisces, and that's, you know, <laughs> Pisces is at home in Pluto. And I'm also a Scorpio rising, which, you know, the Scorpio is a destroyer. So normally I'd be having fun with this. <laughs> it's not really fun right now because of that Saturn. But, uh, yeah, it, I'm not digging it at all. <laughs> I, I mean, big picture, yeah, big picture, I get it. You know, it's cleansing. Um, but it can be a rough ride. Yeah, that cleansing, I think, is how I'm trying to take the lesson. Because I think, for me, um and this is because um, you introduced me to Kali energy and, and, and actually enjoying it because I was always fearful of that. And uh, having everything just burn down. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it frustrates me and it scares me because um, what do you do then? Like that's all your work. That's all your life. That's all, you know, everything you're, you know, everything you've collected and then um, after we, you know, some things started happening, I'm like, you know what? I needed that. Like, I definitely, yeah. maybe yeah. I wouldn't have asked for it that way. <laughs> right, I exactly. needed that clean slate. <laughs> yeah. But if you think about me, Kali is badass. She is badass. I mean, yes, if yes. she is with her black skin, with her tongue hanging out, her hair all wild, I mean, she's like this force she's just like she's naked she she she's naked <laughs> she's <laughs> naked in all of her power and she she's i mean you know she takes all this energy and she just wipes everything out but it's not for it's for cleansing mm -hmm. and it takes a special kind of person to be able to do that because some people are just too tender-hearted you know right well um, and I, I could I could see that, especially because we humans naturally have a tendency to hold on to a lot of things. Yeah, it's, it's baggage. It is baggage, yeah. and you can't move forward with it. So, um, yeah, it's kind of like every time I work on things, I usually ask for my lessons to be gentle, and I think that oh. was my <laughs> folly because <laughs> when it's gentle, you really don't know if you're actually learning anything or if anything's actually being accomplished. That's and for true. some people it may, yeah. but me, I am stubborn. <laughs> like sometimes it takes me a couple of times to get there. And so when I have that Kali energy, like which just happened recently, like shook my life up. Um, yeah. You know, I had I had my days of oh no, what am I going to do now? And then it was like, huh, this is a blank page. I can start all over, and then I can yeah. do all the things and all the things I wanted to let go of but couldn't. They're gone. They're gone. Not um, in my no, life awesome. anymore. So, <laughs> awesome. yeah. So one of the things I really like about her, you know, she's got that sword, and it's about putting ignorance to death. You know, the death of ignorance. Mm -hmm. which, so all your illusions, which you know we hold dear because <laughs> we like our illusions, but at the same time <laughs> they hold us back. Yeah. I mean, and it's I like that guy. Uh, 
It's like that guy that you think is all that, and then you find out, ooh, ooh, no, he's not. You know, that's a heartbreak. <laughs> that's an absolute mm-hmm. heartbreak. Or that job or that, you know, whatever, that dream. But it, it's it's awakening. Mm-hmm. I think it's empowering, too, because we always try to do things meekly, like especially when we're trying to claim yeah. our space or, you know, do something, and we're like, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> Wait right. a minute, but not with not with Holly. We're like, ah, no. we're here in your face. <laughs> yeah, I just um, somebody just told me a story about that. How she's not that excuse me kind of person, and she's getting a lot of pushback because people, you know, I think that's another part of this Saturn Pluto thing is that there there are a lot of people who don't like it, and so they try to shut you down, and that's kind of um, with me, it's kind of more that because you know I'm not. I, I'm not the make and mild person. <laughs> and I, I mean, I don't, I don't try to run you over. I just, I'm, you know, I'm strong in who I am. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so for me, it's been showing up like that, getting pushed back by people who are are not so self-aware, and it's just hard to take. When you're, when I'm present right here and you're somewhere else and I'm trying to grasp you so that we can make a connection, it's exhausting. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of on the oh, other side sure. of it. Oh, I'm on yeah, I'm on both sides of it. I'm getting it and I'm receiving it. <laughs> right, especially when you're trying to accomplish something and then there's just, yeah, get it out, spit it out, say it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. Y'all need some Carly energy. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, there have been times where I, I, when I talk to someone like that, I'm like, what is it you want? What is the end goal? Like, right. stop talking. What is? What do you want out of this? And then let's work from that. <laughs> yeah. And it could be yeah. brash, but. <laughs> I mean, but sometimes you don't have time for stuff. I mean, my schedule has been slammed for like three, four months. And I had somebody call me and she's like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, is there something that you need? No. So I'm like, okay, she's lonely. Let me let her talk for a while. She talks, blah, 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 blah. And then she finally asked me for what she needs. I'm like, oh, my God, could you just have done that before? You know, I don't mind if I have the time, but if I don't have the time, then, you know, let's just mm-hmm. ask me for what I want. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. one of the things, too, with Kali and, and that kind of energy, too, is um, even though she's this, you know, badass chick that's dark-skinned and ah, her tongue's hanging out and there's blood, she's also known as, the divine mother. So there is a creational aspect too after you burn everything down and destroy everything. So there's a tender. So you have that moment of being strong and in in your, you know, standing your ground, but then you also have that moment of being tender afterwards. And I think that's what people don't see and why they are so afraid of her and afraid of that energy because they don't see the rainbow at the end. I mean, there really Mm. is a rainbow at the end. And she didn't, I mean, she killed the demon. <laughs> she killed the demon, and then she went on a bloodlust rampage, which is actually what Sekhmet did, too. That's her story, too. Yes. And then, mm-hmm. you know, but it was cleansing, and it was it restored the balance in the universe. So it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and actually, that, uh-huh. I'm sorry, go ahead. That, that reminds me of Australia. So, you know, I'm, you're... It's heartbreaking, all the animals mm-hmm. and all the property. All I mean, it's huge. It's just unprecedented how much stuff was lost. And I see a lot of people talking about, oh, the Mother Earth is angry. And 
When I see it, I don't see it that way at all. I think of it as a cleansing and a rebalancing. Yes, it's tragic, but that's what nature does. It, it right. balances, cleanses. I don't take it personally like, oh, you know, it's climate change, it's this, it's that. I mean, I don't know how it started. I don't know if it was, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. It could have been carelessness. Sometimes these things are are done like that. But it is cleansing. Yeah, I think um, so. Somebody had posted, and I'd re- I loved reading it because I had posted a picture about how quickly the bush was coming back and all these trees that were already starting yeah. to bloom and stuff. And they lived there, and they were explaining that they are designed to do that because this is common that the, it's supposed to happen, and that's right. why the plants um, are they have this just natural defense of hunkering down, they get burned, but they just pop out really quickly after everything's passed and grow so fast. And I think people forget about our resilience. You know, I mean, nature is designed to survive. <laughs> hmm. Right, and if you so take that I, away, it changes into something else. Yeah, you know, when we add, we build all these things and try to make things permanent, and it's just that's not the nature of of life. Nothing is permanent. The shoreline changes, that's... everything dies, things get eaten by other things. That's life, right? And I think learning to respect that and live within that, you know, even though some of that could be scary. I don't think it it, it's help, it it is it's helpful and you can learn to live yeah. in that. Yeah. I mean and it, not to say like, you know, dismiss it like oh it doesn't bother me. You know, if that was my house burning down, I'd be bothered. Well, actually I'm going through something like that now, same as you. I'm having to get rid of everything and it's it's devastating. <laughs> it's devastating. I have this is kind of my symbol for for what's going on in my life. So I've had this Christmas stocking. It's a Bugs Bunny. It's a plushie. I've had it for like 30 years, and I had a really hard time letting go of that because that represents my life, you know. For 30 years, mm-hmm. and Christmas, here comes Bugs Bunny, and now he's not going to be there anymore. It's like a death, but it's making space for something. So I was I was kind of really, really sad and resisting it for like two days, and I was like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> I think you I mean, know you gotta go. than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still love I'm more thankful than Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. and I think learning that lesson of it's time to let go as well. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, I've had like so many things happen, but like the latest thing was um. I had a hard, an external hard drive that I put everything on because I, I'm kind of a procrastinator or I save everything too. But I had all these videos and things I was going to edit later. I had all these project ideas I was working on. And these were things I was just like, oh, these are for the future, for the future, for the future. And uh-huh. some of them had sat there for a while. And I think that was my lesson because when I plugged it in, the hard drive wouldn't open. And then when I tried to fix it, it erased everything. Oh. And I was devastated because that was all my stuff that, you know, that was I thought was my future. But then, I, you know, my lesson was, hey, you let it sit there for too long. You should have right. Because there were videos yeah. on there for years that I should have edited, and I didn't. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's like do it now or you're not going to get the chance to do it later. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it reminds me of mentality because life is like that. You think you got all this time, and then you you, you don't. You're dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
I mean, and I think I travel pretty light because I, you know, I, I wouldn't say that I'm a minimalist, but I try to be as much as possible. But mm. all of the stuff that I, I mean, I have way too much stuff. I can't even imagine if I didn't consciously try to get rid of stuff all the time. It, it right. would just be a disaster. <laughs> you know, and um, yeah, that's a lesson for me too. Like, it's been really nice after everything of having to purge. You know, I, I've I've been yeah. kind of like, so I, it, I think there was a a good button for it too. So maybe I did reba- rebound from some things because at, there was one point that I was like, oh no, just put it over here. I'll sort it later. Oh no, I'm keeping that one. Oh no, I want to look through that. And then after a lot of stuff happened, I was like when I went through the same stuff, I was like, why is this over here? Why, why is it still yeah. in the house? Why is it still here? Yeah. <laughs> Throw it away. And so right. it definitely <laughs> makes it better. And I feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Purging is hard. I mean, it's like, yeah. <laughs> well, you weren't at the ceremony when we were purging. <laughs> it's not pleasant, but I, once you get beyond it, it feels really good. it's good to be clean yeah (laughs) and uh well that was one of the things too like um asking for gentle lessons and sometimes i don't need them sometimes i need that like and i can respect that i would definitely respect that more now than ever especially um as the seasons are changing and i'm seeing like my list of things that i want to do come up and it cleared the path to be able to do those things yeah yeah as long as i don't fall back into old habits <laughs> right that's the thing you know so you get this cleaning and then you just go back and do the same thing all over again it's like what was it for so that's a good reminder cuz i don't want to do that <laughs> right right for sure no uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. I think yeah. I, um, I had to think about, like, how these lessons work out. And this is circling to Sekhmet because it's when you brought up that she was a destroyer as well as Kali was, mm-hmm. um, for her that wasn't my experience. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it was in a different phase. It was a different phase of my life, and it was a different phase, I guess, for her at that moment. Uh-huh. Um, because this is, you know, going back to Egypt and, and going to the temple. Yeah. Um, there was something I felt that was nurturing and um yeah. I think Absolutely. she was asking me to be more nurturing. Ah. And this is what, two years ago? Uh maybe a year and a half. Year and yeah, half. so a year and a half ago. Um and I think at that time that's what I needed. Like I needed to be and I think she was kind of preparing me for this moment too. Because <laughs> uh-huh. um I wasn't doing a lot of self care. And I, I uh-huh. think I wasn't and because I wasn't doing that, um, it, it was an eye-opener because then things that had happened this year, I definitely needed to be aware of while taking care of others that I had to take care of myself Uh-huh. as the house was burning down around me. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's tough. Figuratively, That's tough. not literally, figuratively. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, you know, because my – so Sekhmet is a badass. Let me just give it to her. <laughs> you know, mad process. <laughs> like Callie, you know, she she has a very similar story with the, you know, um, going and she was smiting people, though. She wasn't she wasn't going after a demon. She was smiting people. <laughs> mm-hmm. But she cleaned house. She was sent to. Yeah, she was sent to. She got the bloodlust, went on a rampage, and then had to get drunk to sleep it off. 
but you know she did the job <laughs> and i think right. that you know because she she went into battle with the pharaohs and she's this protector thing people seem to miss that she's the protector because she is the mother she is the fertility mm-hmm. you know that's why she's protecting and it get all scary because oh she's the sun she's going to burn me up but there's a i mean there's the soft side too and that's really that's the really the only side I've ever seen of of segment is that I've never really felt that with any other presence the way that I have felt it with her. It feels mm-hmm. so much like like the warm embrace of your mother. It's like yeah. you know, it's so it's like un unconditional love. And I've never been in the presence of that with any other with any other element, with any other goddess, with any other you know tree, plant, nothing, nothing like her. Mm-hmm. And it just makes you want to cry that 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 kind of love could exist in the world. Yes, for sure. Because um, yeah, because I because I, I remember the emotional just like whew, like all this yeah. laid on you, and it but it wasn't. It was encouraging and gentle, and but it was heavy too. Yeah, because of that under undercurrent of pain. Mhm. You could feel the pain that she was, that people were releasing, the pain that she was holding. So it's it's very much like a mother. And I'll never forget it. Ever forget it. Right. Same here. So for these people oh, who she, say, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, and she's um, the lioness. Like her, her depiction yeah. is the head of the lion. Mhm. And I, I think you know, because we always think, oh, the king of the jungle, the lion, but it's not like the, it's the lioness. That's right. I know the lion just sits around and eats. <laughs> the lioness hunts. <laughs> She has the babies. Yeah, she's a badass. The lion looks good, mm-hmm. but the girl is the one who's doing everything. <laughs> Take care of business. <laughs> it's funny how that happens in nature, uh, how the guy is the one with all the colors and the pretty, and the woman does all the work. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, a, an example of where it's not, and I'm, I I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, so I I do love the combination of these two. Not that I would put them both on my altar at the same time, but <laughs> yeah, they're so strong. I don't I don't think you need to. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. But they're. So I, do I don't like work it. with a lot of. I don't work with a lot of gods. Um, these are two of my favorites, probably because of the Scorpio rising and the Pisces with the Pluto. Um, but for people who don't work with gods, I think you're, you know, to each his own. Everybody's got their thing. But I think you're missing out um, if you don't try to make a connection because there's just so much there. Um, and we all, so gods are, are for the place in our lives where, you know, there's no, so I don't have resources, I don't have knowledge, I don't have wisdom, I don't have whatever. You know, it's this place of uncertainty, and where are you going to go? And I think if you get to that place and you have nothing, it's going to make your life really hard. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to have For something. Sure. I mean, there's our ancestors, but they're people. I think there needs to be something different, something bigger, something, you know? I don't know. It right, whatever you call it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But but I think, too, that you got to be called because I I couldn't just go into, I don't know, the God store and just pick up, you know, oh, I need a, I don't know, you know, where are people get these things? <laughs> and, and say, oh, I need a God for, I don't know, uh, money. And then just pick mm-hmm. one off the shelf and be like, okay, here we go. Thank you, God, money, God. You know, I mean, I think you have to be called. I think you have to have a relationship, some kind of something. Um, oh, absolutely agree. Yeah. Because you, you can buy all the statues and items you want, but they're just going to be decorations until you develop a relationship with them. Yeah. Right. Because why would they do something for you if you're not, if you don't have some kind of reciprocity? Right. And and I think that's the thing, too. It's like, what are you sacrificing and what are you giving to them? What are you offering? Yeah. I mean, especially yeah. for these two, like. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. don't want your money. They don't want your <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think there's too an element too of the so the crone is you know the archetype. So if you don't like gods, you can do the crone. It's an archetype. You know, it takes the kind of deity out of it. Um, and I think. The crone is not, well, I guess she is kind of, she's not the destroyer that these two are, not in my mind. You know, but she does mm-hmm. usher you into death, and she's headed towards death herself. So, you know, she's kind of like the midwife to death, and she doesn't care. She's lived her life, and she's, you know, um, and and she retains her menstrual blood, so she has all her power for herself. So she's a badass, too, but in a really mm-hmm. different way. Um, and we can all be that. You know, I think we should all embody that. I think that gets us closer to to wholeness and closer to understanding these energies. Um, so I think that's a good alternative. Right. But, I mean, because I think they're, right now, I mean, if you pay attention, they're cyclical. Um, yeah. Because mm-hmm. right now we're we're heading towards the end of Crone and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for the time of the year. Um, and this is that energy where you're cleansing and getting ready to, you know, for your crone exactly. going to slumber or whatever's going on. So I think it's it's perfect. And then, you know, and these ladies or these ladies, these goddesses being, um, you know, right after they're done with their, you know, destruction and cleansing, then they're going into their mother maiden their maiden phase and so on. Mhm. Mhm. Like it is all cyclical. Yeah. Yeah. And that taught me a lot about nurturing. I'm um, not to say that I'm not nurturing, but I think I nurture like a like with them, honestly. <laughs> I'm not the. We have a friend. We have a couple of friends who are twos, <laughs> and they're like the cookies. Cookies. I'm the bake you cookies, and you know, talk to you, talk to you in sweet tones and things like that. I'm not like that. <laughs> I will. I will make some destruction happen for you. I will clean the way for you, and then I'll cuddle you, but and I'll I'll give you all my wisdom. But but I'm not well. I will bake you cookies, but that's not my go-to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make sure yeah, your spirit a, is right. <laughs> I think I'm an in-betweener. 
I, yeah, I'm definitely an in-betweener because I, I do have that nurturing. I'm like, oh, I'll take care of you. But then I think it depends on the person, too, because there are some people that are, I'm just like, I can't take care of you. That's true. <laughs> and, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because what they're going through or what they're doing is, um, maybe it has to be real for me. Like, if it's a real struggle and, and it's a real transformation for you, I'm there for you. But if you are faking it or a drama queen or something, I can't, I don't have time. Well, and that's why I think that, you know, I'll clear a path for you. I'll hold your hand for you. But, you know, like with these two, they have wisdom and they have the ability to do those things, but they're not going to do it for you. And I'm not, mm-hmm. I believe in you. You know, you can do this. I'll cheerlead for you. I'll do whatever you do, but you got to do it. Right. They do and not what better gifts can you give a person? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to be a goddess. I want you to be a, a, a warrior. I want you to be a crone. And this experience is going to get you there. That's what I'm saying. Not everybody can be these people. Not everybody likes these goddesses. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can see that because um, I, I do have a lot of friends that are um, more tender. They're loving, more kind. Um, so they're on the like other end of the spectrum of, and uh, sorry, there's a place for that. There is, there is, and now I I can see them struggling, like it because to them everything yeah. seems so ugly and cold and yeah. you know and cruel, and I'm like, well, I mean, we knew this was going to be a shakeup, so there's a lot of self reflection right. here too. So you have to take that for what it is, for sure. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and you know. Right. And it's the opposite, too. So when we have the opposite energy going on and they're thriving and they're loving it, and then I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but actually, I find that, that energy easy, but I don't find it challenging. And I like a challenge. I like to grow. So for me, that's mm-hmm. kind of like summertime. You just put your feet up and coast. Which So... Mm. You know, maybe I'm on the opposite. You know, you're supposed to be resting in the winter, you know, and more active in the summer. But, yeah, summertime is kind of like a coast for me because it because it has all that things are ripening. And, kind of, you know, what do you do when there, there's nothing for you to do when it's ripening? Mm-hmm. You just let it ripen. But if it's destroying, now I got something to do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm weird. I'm looking at you a little differently now. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I get it, because I, I used to be, I think I was on the other end where I was just scared of, you know, the dark. I was scared of, not literally, but I was scared of the dark side of things or the shadow side of things or, um, you know, I wanted to be, I wanted everything to be fluffy and pretty and nice. And then when bad, you know, things happen, I was like, oh, that's bad. And I don't like that. And then now, you know, after a couple of experiences and then sitting with it and then listening and, and developing relationships and connections with different goddesses and energies and, you know, then you develop a respect for it and then you see why yeah. it has to be the way it is. Yeah. And, and I so think, I'm much more balanced. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But I find there's so much beauty in what's ugly, what's stereotypically mm-hmm. ugly. Because, like, you know, New Orleans is one of my favorite places. It's in a perpetual state of decay. Like the tropics, it's just hot. It's humid. You know, you can't keep things fresh and pretty. So there's always peeling paint or, 
you know, stuff like that. There's homelessness and, and there's beauty in that because it is real. You know, I like mm-hmm. people with interesting faces. It's really nice to see somebody with a perfectly symmetrical face. It is pretty, you know, the classic beauty thing. But I, I mm-hmm. so much prefer an interesting face. You know, give me something yeah. to look at, something to appreciate. It's just so such yeah. a different energy. Yeah, and I think that's – it's funny that you bring up New Orleans because I think that's where, you know, my, our, our visit to New Orleans, that was where mine started, my little journey into uh-huh. appreciating the dark side of things. Uh-huh. Um, because before then, like – and maybe my world was different too. Like maybe my world was just completely free-free and I never saw those things and never experienced them. <laughs> so I yeah. know for sure that that's where my start was because um, – when I did the float tank, like I had some weird things going on before that and I, I wasn't sure what was happening. And then doing the float tank, the, the sensory deprivation definitely like opened yeah. my mind to other things. And then I was just like, wow. And then seeing New Orleans and seeing how it looks, you know, topically. But then when mm-hmm. you sit there long enough, you see that there's just so much more. And on top of the decay and the dirty and whatever, there's this, they, they, this beautiful thing happening. Yeah. And yeah. Y- you can't, I mean, that's something that's, you know, they have developed over time or it's just, it's just there. Like you just can't create it. It's, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Except New Orleans is at a, at least when I've been there, is that this perpetual stage of just past ripeness when, you know, mm-hmm. it's just past the peak and it's beginning to crumble. And you you feel the richness of life and all the all of that, but then you you're just very aware that it's not going to last. And I mm-hmm. think that's what makes it precious and beautiful because it's just almost out of your grasp. It's like it's here right now. I better get it right now. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. That's a great way to see it. <laughs> yeah. I love New Orleans. Well, it's, it's just so natural. It's so, it's truth. New Orleans is truth. I think it says something about, um, so I'm in my book club. We read a book that was based in New Orleans. And um, everybody's sitting around talking about it. I, I started to get a feel for who everybody was personally by how they viewed New Orleans, like how they viewed the folks uh, and the people and the food and stuff. Uh-huh. And then I was like, huh. Because, you know, there was on one end where the, the you know, somebody absolutely hated it. She was like, it's a dirt. And, and uh-huh. these are people that have been there as well. So it wasn't just about the books. Uh-huh. They have actually physically visited. She was like, it's dirty. It's crumbling. And, you know, she knows it right after Katrina. Um, uh-huh. But she was like, I don't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy the people. I didn't enjoy the, the atmosphere. And so, you have, I was like, okay, I see where you are in your life. And then there was yeah. somebody who was like, I absolutely loved it. It was great. And, you know, and the age span didn't make a difference. So whatever age you were, it, it, I don't think it made a difference in how your opinion was, but it, it told me where you were in your life, like how you saw people, how you saw things, how you saw beauty, what was, you know, how you yeah. interact with the world. Yeah. It's just such an interesting place. Because you did, so many of the lines are just erased. Because, you know, like in the festival in the street, people are dancing with people. You know, the colors doesn't matter. Age doesn't matter. Um, socioeconomic doesn't matter. Everybody's just having a good time, enjoying the music, you know, doing their thing. Mm-hmm. 
And I just love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think like when you're natural, it. you know, all of those things, those artificial barriers just go away. Mm-hmm. You know, death, death is an equalizer. <laughs> and for sure. And calling it a segment, definitely, you know, have that energy. And Pluto, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you have all this, you know, expensive stuff right next to the CD stuff. Yeah. And it doesn't even matter. No. I mean, they, they hang out together. They eat in the same places together. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or when you watch yep. a cop pick up a trumpet and start playing with the buskers. It's <laughs> right? <laughs> That's life, man. I really love that. Such a different different uh, face of life. Because that's certainly not where I live. <laughs> right, right. That's I, I was thinking about that because I was like, I like to visit, but they don't think that's the state I could live in constantly. Yeah. It would be hard to live there, I think. Yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, maybe ask me when I was like 16. I, it might have been different, but now, yeah, there's no way. Yeah. Yeah, it is tough. It would t- be tough to live in that all the time. <laughs> I think it'd be so overstimulating because like Kali, you know, she's got her eyes open in the darkness, mm-hmm. in the dirt, with all of it. It would be hard to have that view all the time. Right. So thank God it's cyclical and it doesn't last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, um, I mean, cause I do enjoy it. I think that for that energy, um, I mean, I understand, like, Sekma had to be given alcohol <laughs> to to, yeah. to sleep, you know, get drunk and sleep it off. And, and so I guess while we're going through these things, too, we have to be aware, self-aware that we have to find a calm in it, too. Yeah. Because we can't be destructive all the time. Like, we have to understand. Yeah. Um, time and place, time and place. Right. Yeah. Because do you want to get drunk to sleep it off? <laughs> no. Or you could do like uh, you could do like Holly did, and you know, love subdued her, which I think is much more gentle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, don't forget the love is over here, baby. Look at me, look at me, come back. <laughs> it's like, oh, I forgot myself. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's because um, I'm looking, I'm thinking about like those portrayals of them too. Like when you see Kali in the destructive phase of who she is, you know, she's got multiple arms, the swords, the she's wearing, I think it's the skulls around in her neck and then arms, her skirt is made of arms because <laughs> like, we're enemies. And then there is another form of her that you'll see where she's not black skinned, but she's um, calmer and mm-hmm. standing there devotionally. Uh, so you you know it's a phase like you can see which cycle like which part of the cycle you're in. And, um, well, and have? No, she's pretty much the same. I mean, she's they have one of her standing and sitting, um, where she's got different symbols, but she's pretty much the same. Hmm. But I think too it depends. So because segment is really really super old. Um, and it mm-hmm. depends on the culture because things change. Um, the story, you know, the story always changes with the gods that evolve. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, even the story with Jesus has evolved. So 
So, yeah, because I think, and part of our understanding of religion and sacrifice and blood and all of this, I think, shapes our our understanding of the gods, too, because if you look at the story of Jesus, there's blood sacrifice. I mean, he spilled his own blood. God spilled Jesus' blood as the ultimate mm-hmm. sacrifice. You know, so, you know, we look at these two and they've got the blood and, and it's basically the same thing. But if you don't understand sacrifice and you don't understand the relationship between gods and people and the earth and fertility, then you're going to say, oh, my God, that's savage. Why? She's got all those skulls hanging off of her, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> these people are just savages. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think it's finding a way to interpret it for yourself, too. True, true. Like, um, and I'm I'm not saying change the stories or whatever, but like, like seeing how it fits in with your life and seeing how it, um, why it's presented to you in the first place, too. Um, recognizing it and seeing why it's there. Yeah. Yeah, because this um, Saturn-Pluto thing is here for a year. And it's going to get, you know, there's going <laughs> to, I know, crazy, right? It's going to peak at certain times. And then kind of ebb and then peak and then ebb again for the next year. So people really need to kind of think about, you know, what does this mean for you? Because it's not going away. So think mm-hmm. about your cold twist father figure who is never pleased. You know that I don't. Thank God I don't have somebody like that in my life. But I mean, I think you can think of somebody like a principal or something, or somebody you've seen in a movie at least. If you don't have that, you know, trying to have that guy, and then you got the death energy destruction, mm-hmm. rebirth. That's a hard thing to live with if you, you're not friendly with those energies. Right. And it's going to be exhausting if you aren't. Exhausting, yeah. Yeah. I mean, not that it's not exhausting already, but... <laughs> right. But fortunately, so this all happened in Capricorn, so fortunately it's it tends to be in the areas of career and money, mm-hmm. success, that ambition, that kind of thing. Um so hopefully, I mean, it's not very personal, but it could be. I mean, I know somebody who, well, her work is kind of tied up with her identity. And she was she felt like she was attacked because other people's shadows coming out. Um, mm-hmm. So we got that going on, too. So it's not just happening to you. It's happening around you. <laughs> right. Oh, you know, it's you know, it's good that you brought that up because knowing what's going on and knowing that it's not just you going through it, but other people going through it, you have to have that respect that people yeah. are going through stuff. So it's not personal every time. Like you have to yeah. understand, some people just can't handle what's happening, or some people are processing differently, and so you have to roll with the punches and not destroy relationships or whatever with other people because you know they're going through their thing too. Well, it's also important because this is real big energy. So this can happen on change can happen on the social level. So with with countries, you know, I mean, this, mm. this it could be maybe the wildfires have something to do with it. I don't know, but it could be you know lots of wars go on during this time. Things that are like um, um, society changing happens during a time of Saturn and Pluto. So we really do need to be mindful of the big picture, and just you know. Be flexible. Yes. 
I know I'm not normally irritated. I, I really don't care what people do. You know, whatever. <laughs> whatever makes you happy. I don't got to go home with you. But it's I've been irritated. And I'm just like, why am I not rolling as easily as I normally do? I was like, oh, that's why. Because it's too early for retrograde. <laughs> it's not the retrograde <laughs> yet. <laughs> right. I like having a reason, though. Yeah, no, for sure. Because then if you know, then you can react appropriately yeah. for you. Right. Because um, yeah. I, I, I was on the same thing where um, I have certain ways of doing things. And, you know, and I get it. Like, I, I maybe I'm not as flexible with myself. But um, there have been times that just, like, out in public, um, things have been happening or going on. And I'm not... I wasn't prepared for it, so I was short with people. Yeah. And not to the point of ugly, but, you know, I'm like, no, I don't have time for this. Or, you know, no, I've got it. Leave me alone. <laughs> or let go of it. And right. So, um, but then, uh, and it was happening, like, way too frequently. So I had to sit there and I was like, am I, like, what is, is something going on with me that I need to examine? Or, and then I was like, no, mm-hmm. it's all of us. It is all of us. We are just not hearing each other. We're not doing, you know, it's everybody's going through something and we're just all screaming at each other. Not literally, but we're all, you know, just in each other's space and we don't know what to do with it. Yeah. But now that I've examined it for myself, I'm like, Oh, okay. So now for me, I know to just let whatever's going on out there roll off my back or not let it bother me. So I'm not causing more issues or problems for others. Yeah. Yeah, so for me, I'm not not real comfortable in Capricorn energy. It's just too orderly for me and too much earth for me. And that that's mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I, so I'm I'm yeah. It's making me say, okay, time to be flexible. It is you. Which <laughs> 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 is okay. You know, I get another chance. <laughs> Yeah, but now we're all working in progress. I know. Yay. (laughs) We're all (laughs) working in progress. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But I think, like, knowing that we have a full year of this, um, hopefully it helps us just be a little bit more mindful of everybody else and um, put out some more nurturing energy out there. Yeah, that's a really good idea, actually. That's a very good idea. Thank you for that suggestion. I'm going to do that. You're welcome. It's, I mean, it's, it's going to, yeah. Good for me, good for you, good for everybody. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I try these practices as much as I can. And sometimes, it, you know, it's hard because it's not always on your mind. Right. But, yeah, yeah, just putting a little bit more, um, okay, I'll take care of you in, in the capacity that I can. And, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully you can take care of yourself. And mm-hmm. Yeah, and don't but be you, Collie or Sekhmet and burn the house down. Because <laughs> I can do that real easily. <laughs> You're like, you want what? Let me burn the house down. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, it's funny now that I'm thinking about it because there have been incidences where people have told me things. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, so I always try when somebody's talking to me, I'm like, are you – ranting so am I not going to respond or would you like right. a response and I have to always yeah. ask this first because you know sometimes my mouth will get ahead of me 
Yeah. And that is one of those things where they'll tell me this whole story of something, and I'm like, so what? Just walk away. Give it up. <laughs> right. Run it down. Right. Leave it. Something. Like, I don't understand what the problem is because I can't understand that emotional attachment or whatever. And yeah. I know that's not the response that they want, but I'm like, that's appropriate now. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's a good reminder. We all need to check ourselves and laugh at ourselves. <laughs> Right. Love. <laughs> love is always good. And love. Always good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's our show, guys. If you want to join the conversation, check out our group on Facebook, and we're also on Instagram and Twitter, if those are your preferred platforms. You can also send me an email at laura at net. And thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all next week. Bye. <laughs>